Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. This is Common Sense Radio and happy, happy Fancy Friday to all of you. Your phone calls are welcome. 314-556-6104. And this is a ray of hope. And when you see all of these official attachments to anti-Israel, anti-Jewish, pro-Hamas individuals in Washington, D.C., in the higher reaches of government, including St. Corrine and, 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 and others, it's kind of nice to see them when, they, when, when, when somebody stands up and calls BS on the news reporting uh, that is going on. And, and the news reporters out there who continually run interference for Hamas. Did you see how not one network covered the Rashida Tlaib story about her known and matter-of-fact connections to not only members of Hamas, but people who are part of the fundraising core for Hamas, sometimes under the guise of the Council for American Islamic Relations, which uh, has been an organization uh, of suspicion since 9-11. Of course, you mention anything about them, they all get their goons out and they'll come after you. But, but the fact of the matter is, I mean, Tlaib has known ties to Hamas and, and, and known ties to people who fundraise for Hamas terrorists. A sitting congresswoman has known ties to Hamas terrorists and not one news organization is reporting it. Not, not even Fox News to any real uh, de- degree. And, and it's not like it's like on some Internet site. It's, it's been reported. Uh, so now you know where Tlaib's coming from. She's a prostitute for Hamas. What a horrible woman she is. And so, but but John Kirby uh, was asked a question by a Brazilian reporter, because Kirby has, has said before, and, and again, he's kind of a you know difficult guy to like sometimes because of what comes out of his mouth. Uh, but he he has said, you know, hey, there are civilians who are going to die. In Gaza, as a result of the fight back on the part of Israel, that's just going to be a matter of fact. And the Brazilian reporters, you know, asking him uh, whether or not he he wants to apologize for being so insensitive. 
So besides saying that he doesn't have confidence in these numbers, the president went further to say that innocents will die and that this is the price of the war. You also said that. I have indeed. Yeah. Don't you think this is insensitive? There being very harsh criticism about it. For example, the Council of American Islamic Relations said it was deeply disturbed. And can, can, can you imagine a press corps that accuses someone of basically admitting the facts of being insensitive because that's what the, that's what that's what the that's what the Palestinian and Islamic radical culture loves to do is make themselves victims they're they're just a bunch of little snowflake cowards who mete out terrorism and then hide behind civilians and claims of victimhood you can you can you can you can tell by the way that Saint Kareen, when asked about anti-Semitism, cut right to Islamophobia, and 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 attacks on uh, the Muslim community. I haven't seen one. I have seen the Muslim community, however, on the streets, uh, chanting death to Israel, and talking about Israeli genocide, and, and, and so. I, by the way, you guys know about two weeks ago, I told you about a phenomenon called Pallywood, P-A-L-L-Y-W-O-O-D. And lo and behold, up there on the Twitchy website that I like to go to, they have a whole documentary on Pallywood and, and, and how the Palestinians in their dealings with Israel always faked being shot, being injured, or what have you. And and the news media would almost dutifully air the video of their little stage play. Really crazy. And, and it, but they do that. But they love playing victims and and there's there's such feckless evil cowards as are the people in the United States here. And I'm telling you what uh, we ought to we ought to round them up a- after one of these rallies and absolutely deport them. Uh, and that'll that'll come though, but it's not going to come until we have a bunch of Jewish students or Jewish people in America murdered. And 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 th- unfortunately, that might happen. And, and hopefully, once that happens, all gloves are off. And the whole Islamophobia nonsense can go by the wayside and we start counting heads. Doesn't have confidence in these numbers. The president went further to say that innocents will die and that this is the price of the war. You also said that. I have indeed. Yeah. Don't you think this is insensitive? There being very harsh criticism about it. For example, the Council of American Islamic Relations said it was deeply disturbed and called on the president to apologize. Would the president apologize and no. does he regret saying something no. like that? What's harsh, what's harsh is the way Hamas is using people as human shields. What's harsh is taking a couple of hundred hostages and leaving families in, uh, anxious, waiting and worrying to figure out uh, where their loved ones are. What's harsh is dropping in on a music festival and slaughtering a bunch of young people just trying to enjoy an afternoon. I could go on and on. That's what's harsh. That is what's harsh. And I mean, that, That's coming from John Kirby. And you all know we ride him like a rented mule most of the time. Uh, but that's, this is pretty straight on.
And he's at, t- tells this report, like, I don't know who you're kidding about being harsh. You see what happened? Being honest about the fact that there have been civilian casualties and that there likely will be more is being honest because that's what war is. It's brutal, it's ugly, it's messy. I've said that before. President also said that yesterday. Doesn't mean we have to like it. And it doesn't mean that we're dismissing any one of those casualties. Each and every one is a tragedy in its own right. And each and every one we should try to prevent. And that is why we're in close contact with our Israeli counterparts to do everything we can to help them minimize the risk to civilians uh, that are in harm's way. It would be helpful if Hamas would let them leave, leave their homes, leave the, leave areas, not shelter in tunnels underneath their houses and in hospitals, and let them get out, let them get out of Gaza if they want to leave. We know that there are thousands waiting to, to leave Gaza uh, writ large, and yeah. Hamas is preventing them from doing it. Yeah, and, and Hamas also, uh, the IDF released video Showing where the showing where the rockets are, uh, rock, rocket launchers are. They put them right near. They they'll, they'll even put them near mosques. That how that's how evil they are. Schools, hospitals, you name it. Hey, Mickey. Good morning to you. Welcome to the show. How are you, dear? Fantastic. God gave us another day. <laughs> Indeed, he did. Richard. Richard said to say hello for you, and he is your prayer partner. <laughs> oh, he is. Did you did you go in? Yeah, I went in the, uh, last last night. I oh, go there once a week. Nice. He's such he's a great. great guy, Richard Newsted of Newsted's Jewelers. So intelligent. Yes, he yeah. is. Yeah, he and I have like a you, good time going back and forth every once in a while. Yeah. Well, uh, the, the thing of it is, is the Jewish people are family orientated. That's why the Palestinians and everybody hate them, because they believe in God and their family comes first before everything. And they hate it, you know, and and people don't realize Jesus, Mary and Joseph were all Jewish. And and they don't raise a bunch of hateful vermin that go off into the into the world, killing people. It's all about. It's all about love of family. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, there's no doubt. And that, that's why, you know, what's interesting to me is uh, and I think I think they're going to learn from this, at least in America here. Uh, the American Jewish community is going to learn that some of these people on the left who they otherwise were tolerating uh, are, are no friends of theirs. Uh, and, and, you know, that story about the woman, uh, the synagogue leader in, Detroit, in outside of Detroit who whose murder came and went. There's no, and she lived in Tlaib's district, but, but wow. uh, her, her murder came and went. I don't know whether you heard about it, but it happened. She was murdered, stabbed to death outside her home. And now, and that story is not getting any attention at all. She lived in Tlaib's district uh, and used to work with a bunch of people in the Muslim community. And no, no one has said yet whether or not that's truly connected to uh, her being at the synagogue or her being Jewish, but there's a lot of coincidences here, but now no one's paying attention to it. They don't even, they don't even report on her death anymore. So, oh, well. Well, the news media in this country doesn't, they don't tell you news. They tell you what you want. They want you to know. And that's it. They don't tell the truth about anything. 
Well, and you have you have Jewish people like Mark Kaysen, who uh-huh. uh, calls himself a cultural Jew, but still who continue to support Black Lives Matter. That's like how right. stupid can you be? So so you know, hopefully people will learn. I know. We just got to keep praying. God, you know, gave us another day. So we need to pray, 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 because that's all that's going to help this country. That is We're for sure. We're in trouble. So who was, you know, who, who was the guest at New Center's Jewelers uh, last night? Because, they, folks, they have kind of like a uh, uh, a political kind of hoedown there at the New That's Center's right. Jewelers store right there at Doherty at Ferry and Big Bay every Thursday. So uh, yep. what was the, And it's great. Oh, it is. I mean, I'm so glad you're going there. And did you really tell Richard that I said he was my prayer partner? Yes, I did. Oh, good. I'm he glad. was eating a pizza when I told him. <laughs> I love so, it. I love it. Yeah. And they're the greatest people. It's it's so much fun and so and so enlightening. Yeah. And, and, oh, so and they we are, had a, uh, go ahead. Well they they and they are committed. I mean they're they're real life Oh they are. Oh yes. To this country and to God and it's it's really impressive and amazing. Oh yeah. So anyway, I'm getting ready to go to mass. So. Okay. Well good. Yes, I, uh, I I brought uh, I brought Cardinal Burke greetings from all of my Catholic and even non-Catholic friends here, including you, Mickey, when I saw him last week. Well, so. Thank you. And you were on fire yesterday. <laughs> it was, I mean, I just loved it because you just, you were saying everything that people feel. <laughs> right. Well, I, I hope yeah. so. And I'm glad I, I make that connection and. And you're sweet to say so. And I uh, thank you very much. And yeah. thanks for saying a prayer for all of us at Mass today, Mickey. And we'll pray yep. for you. God bless you guys. Okay. You, thank you so much. All Bye-bye. right. God you take you. care. That is uh, Mickey calling in. All right. Your phone calls are welcome to 314-556-6104. It is Common Sense Radio. And uh, didn't take long for the news media to blame the victims up there in Maine over gun laws. We'll have more on that straight ahead. Good morning, everybody, and happy fancy Friday to all of you and yours. It is Common Sense Radio, and really uh, pleased and privileged to be with you. I was thinking about this the other day and trying to figure out how to how, how to get in. Uh, I need to be the dude who is on the screen at the gas pump. I'm going to make that my mission now. Figure out how to. Or whether you have to pay Circle K or these guys to do that uh, and stand there and tell them, hey, everybody, I, I could be like the guys, for whatever reason, whatever, one time it scared me half to death. I'm, I'm putting, putting gas in the car and suddenly this voice comes up, buy a hot cup of coffee today inside the Circle K. Uh, uh, ordering you to uh, get stuff in there. Uh, but it scares, scares you. You don't know where it's coming from. Then suddenly it's, it's right there. It's kind of like, you know, uh, but I got to figure out how to get on that screen and tell people to listen to Almond in the morning. Listen to Almond in the morning, five to nine on 1049 The Patriot. I got to talk like them, I guess, when I do that, you know? All right. So, uh, you guys know that oftentimes, cause I, I at one point live there and, um, or you know I could do I could do I could do one where I do a gas pump and and actually really scare people, you know, like stick them up or something like that. <laughs> All right, 
Now, did you, don't let me start to create things to do with that thing because I, I I would run amok. All right, so you guys know I make fun of Webster Groves because I lived there before. Webster Groves is a nice place. There are those nice restaurants there, and there are some nice people there. But also is kind of a liberal hellhole if you're not careful. And you know they were the ones a long time ago when I lived there. The city council appointed a committee to uh, pass to uh, promote a resolution to ban smoking in people's homes. And, and I was like, well, how do you do that? How are you going to enforce that? Well, the kids would report their parents, you know. I'm like, oh, well, um, what are you doing? And that, that's, that was their mindset, you know. But anyway, Webster Groves uh, School, the high school now, is in a little bit of hot water uh, regarding violating Missouri state law. Because there was a slideshow last week that was supposedly about categories of oppression and privilege and how to be an ally if you're privileged. Of course, that means, you know, how to perpetually apologize for your privilege and and take a back seat and, and how to be perpetually guilty about whatever privilege it is they say. But at the end of it, it included a barcode and a link to a website for Teen Health Source, which is a subsidiary of Planned Parenthood. It's like, oh, great. There there were two uh, women who did the presentation uh, on the categories of oppression and privilege. I'm Mrs. Ashinger down in the Counseling Center. And I'm Ms. Gibbs. I'm the social worker. Today, we're going to discuss what it means to be an ally. Allyship is a valuable way to help resist oppression when it doesn't affect you personally, even around little things that happen in your everyday life. Being an ally means using your privilege to help support people who are facing oppressions that you may not experience yourself. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so anyway, and not to mention you know, being an ally basically is basically marking you as an oppressor and then ordering you to comport your life apologizing for being an oppressor translated basically uh this of course is directed only at white people because we all know what privilege really means uh privilege is really a a racist uh kind of mask uh for uh, the evils of basically historical oppression. It, 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 you, you, you just by being born white, you have basically adopted the label as a historic oppressor. So here are the categories of oppression and privilege. Racial, class, gender, sexual orientation, ability, religion, age, education status, immigration status, and language. Now, we all know what all those means, right? So um, racial, if you're white. Class, if you're remotely wealthy. Gender, if you're male, of course. Sexual orientation, if you're straight. Ability, how, how, how is your ability a category of oppression and privilege? I don't understand that. Um. 
religion, if you're Christian, age, if you are, I, I have no idea what that really means, education status, I guess if you're a college graduate, although I got to tell you, the, the people who are most oppressive uh, and full of privilege, if you ask me, are the people who actually um, have gone through college, the people who, and they and they wind up oppressing you and me when they uh, wind up in the media and in other other places. Immigration status, that means if you're born here. And language, that means if, if it's English. Uh, and, and, you know, that, that is what this is all about. But, but, the, but the story itself is really, and this is a daily signal. It's not being reported at all uh, by the Post, Dispatch, or any other local media outlet, and probably should be. But again, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not sure of this, but it seems to me that if Webster grows violating state law, it's probably going to be protected uh, by the post-dispatch. That's all I'm saying. Uh, real quickly, uh, this Dean Plocker story, I know you're hearing about it, regarding the supposed misuse of funds or whatever. It appeared it was a mistake. He's, he's, he's Representative Dean Plocker. He's House uh, leader. Uh, but but he, it was a campaign thing. Some Somebody made a mistake where he was using money, campaign money, to fly around the country or do hotels or whatever, and then would uh, ask for reimbursement from the state for the travel. So he started paying back like $4,000. And the only reason anybody knows about it is because he stepped up and said he wanted to reimburse the state. He caught the pro- he caught it. His own campaign caught it. His own people caught it. And now it's some kind of scandalous story when the reality is, yeah, I think it was a mistake. He says it was a mistake. But the only reason people know about it is because he brought it up on his own. And now there are Republicans who are calling for him to resign. And I'd like to know who those Republicans are, because here's the thing. Uh, this happened with Eric Greitens. Uh, the only people that should be determining your destiny are the voters. Not other people in your party. Uh, if, you're, if you're a House member from another district and you're calling for Dean Plocker to resign, it's actually technically none of your business. So that's what's going on down in Jefferson City. Just want to make sure I covered that before Doug Giles came in. From ClashDaily.com. And, of course, with his brand new book. Good morning, everybody. And happy, happy, fancy Friday to all of you. I have to say, as we wrap up the week, the most astonishing soundbite that has come across the transom is from none other than Aaron Burnett. This is uh, in the wake of the the Hamas terrorists uh, releasing a couple of hostages. That this whole hostage thing is really confounding to me. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm, we don't know who they are. Uh, the Americans. I haven't seen a picture of one American hostage in the news media or beyond. Uh, we don't know who they are. I, I remember seeing a group of uh, girls. They're Israeli girls. There were like ten of them. They were probably in their early twenties, 
uh, the last time I saw them, they were on their all on their phones, and and they were in this bombed out building, and they were being guarded by these terrorists, and uh, that's the last I've ever seen of them. Uh, and, and I don't they and they had their cell phones, but apparently didn't message. I don't know, but it, it's really one of the weirdest things. Uh, it's it's probably one of the weirdest hostage dramas. That I've ever kind of experienced before, because normally you you know who the hostages are, and also normally uh, Hamas will um, uh, parade um, them around, but they haven't done that. Which I'm, I'm not complaining about, because I think it's it's really uh, sad and and disgusting when uh, subhuman individuals show off people they have captured and denied freedom but it's really confounding to me though the whole thing it's there are a lot of things that for some reason we're not getting information on including the american soldiers who were injured in those attacks apparently there's been some really severe brain injuries and when no we're not they're not giving us any information about it of course this is also the anniversary of benghazi by the way 11 years ago today pretty crazy but this is aaron burnett uh, on the hostages release. You know, also, Poppy, some things stand out in their, the mundane necessity, right? You're talking about tunnels. We know these tunnels have ventilation. We know that they've been known to have air conditioning. Got, this has all been reporting that we've heard from the Israelis over the years. But the fact that she's saying she was held underground for more than two weeks, um, that there was shampoo, there was antibiotics, there was a guard per hostage in the experience she had, uh, that there were medics and paramedics, and obviously she is elderly, the other woman who was released also elderly and had medical needs, and that they had the medicine needed, and if not, something uh, similar to replace it. Wow. So it was a virtual sandals hostage resort where every guest had their own personal valet. Unbelievable. But that takes the cake, I think, all week long. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Doug Giles, ClashDaily.com, DougGiles.org. That's where you find his book, Lionhearted. And, buddy, I'll tell you, the, the, the tie-in between the, peop, the, the, the people you're trying to uh, raise in this country and, and this Lewiston shooting, because here's the deal. One of the, one of the things that we know for a fact is that the problem in Lewiston was not that there were too many guns, but that there were not enough guns. Correct? Yeah, evidently, man, you're going to have to uh, start carrying shotguns to Children's Church. I mean, bowling alleys, 7 o'clock at night, you know, what, on a Wednesday evening, and uh, you get Robert Card, who's hearing the voices, uh, come in there and strafe everybody. It's a crack night in the Ferret Hut in Thunderdome, Jamie, and um, it's everybody's got to be packed, stacked, and ready to whack, and it's it's freaking shameful. But um, you know, welcome to the United States of acrimony, where everybody's grieved. You know, here's something people aren't talking about. It's like, yeah, hey, we got to ban AK or AR-15. It's like we have to we have to put a ban on evil. Okay, this is just pure freaking demonic, uh, satanic evil. And when people give me crap and think I'm some archaic, medieval-type Christian, it's like, listen, the powers of darkness, El Diablo, Lucifer, Satan, whatever you want to call him, he's behind all this 
garbage that's going on in this evil day. And um, in the meantime, in between time, Jamie, churches aren't uh, teaching spiritual warfare. They're not talking about you and I have to fight in the spirit realm and uh, to stave off these demonic forces. It's just business as usual for most evangelical and Catholic churches. And uh, again, in the meantime, in between time, we're looking at the stuff going on in the Middle East. We're looking at the crap going on in Lewiston, Maine. We're looking at the garbage that's just pouring through our borders. And uh, in this massive invasion, everybody in the congregation, every dude and dudette in the pew, they see it going on. And then the church and the pastors and the priests don't say jack squat about it. And uh, so, so, you know, uh, the the Christian minister can yarble on all he wants, but if he's not addressing the most salient issues that are happening in our society from that pulpit, he's not doing his damn job. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think one of the problems that we have is that we really actually don't call out evil. We're, everybody's afraid of questioning someone's intention and hearts. You know, you know the, the politicians always do that. I don't question your motivation. I just question your policy. It's like, no, 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 no. Maybe it's about time we started to question people's motivations because how is it that we could possibly sit and listen, for instance, to Aaron Burnett talk about how luxurious the hostages had it uh, when they were being when they were taken, how how do you skip from a baby being beheaded to fears of Islamophobia? Uh, babies beheaded by an Islamic crazy Arab to fearing Islamophobia. How do you go on the news like MSNBC did after those people were shot to death in Lewiston and blame them because they voted? for Second Amendment rights. I mean, at that point, you've got to be pretty evil, I think. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the the Democratic Party and, and where all this sewage is coming from uh, is taken over by anti-theism and uh, people who don't dig the Constitution, Bill of Rights, and Declaration of Independence. And so, to, to me, especially, I mean, they're the ones that booed God out of their party and in 2012 so you see them morph into these people that you know do nothing but spew lies and i'm not absolving uh the the weirdos on the right and stuff because they're part and parcel uh, our politicians on on both sides of the aisle are, are feckless and effete stooges of the of the globalist machine <clears throat> but predominantly the the font of evil uh, where they're the party of death and they run interference uh, for Hamas terrorists, which, by the way, there's a video on Twitter, we're going to put it on Clash Daily, of these wonderful Palestinian Hamas-type uh, people buying young white Christian women uh, for 30 bucks a pop as slaves, and they have them chained up in the marketplace. So there's, what's that, what's that chick's name, Aaron what? Oh, Aaron Burnett. Yeah, yeah. Have her have her report on how marvelous slavery is and how it's 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 no big whoop for these beautiful young Christian women over there to be chained up and sold for thirty bucks. Wow! I get, until until we you know call you know a spade a shovel, evil is evil. I don't care how you frame it. Uh, then we're going to continue this this goofy clunky dance around the maypole. Yeah, you know, I I just I have no idea. I I really didn't understand the level of anti-Semitism 
in this world and in this country. It is astounding to me. And ultimately, what I think is going to happen, we kind of got close to it yesterday as those uh, terror-loving students and young people, many of them whom are here on uh, visas, uh, pounded on a library door as Jewish yeah. students cowered in fear, and then also at Tulane University drove through in their $80,000 Toyota trucks with Palestinian flags in the back uh, and, and through campus. And, and it's only a matter of time, I think, before a Jewish person in this country winds up getting killed by one of these people. Um, I think the, it happened that, already. Uh, at the university, I mean, if if if, uh, if people can't see the, the level of hatred that those Palestinian students had for the it was that was unreal. That is that is definitely worth uh, a watch if uh, your listeners haven't seen that. And you got what half a or twelve. 15 of them just cowering in the library while they bang on the windows. Can you imagine if they got through somehow and put their hands on those students? If I was the, if I was those kids' parents, like, well, we effed up and uh, you're not going to that school anymore because it didn't look like they were just ardently protected. And uh, that uh, one of the girls and a young guy was like, dude, I'm terrified to set foot on this campus now. Can you imagine if that was a, uh, uh, black students and those were MAGA supporters. Oh my goodness. I mean, that's what I, that's, that leads me to my next question is, so where is the FBI and the department of Homeland security on this? I mean, uh, you, you can't go to a, a, a Trump rally without being bulletined as a potential terrorist. And you've got people out on the street right now and on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, uh, just, uh, unabashedly supporting uh, the massacre of Israelis, and nothing is happening to them, at least that we know of. Yeah, the FBI's uh, uh, busy, you know, investigating some uh, domestic terrorists in St. Louis called white conservative women that are concerned about uh, books regarding and advocating for sodomy are being pawned off on Scooter Jr. in second grade. So that's where their focus is because, you know, Jamie, that's that's the real threat according to sleepy, creepy, child-sniffing, half-dead carrier pigeon for Marxist ideals. I'm talking none other than Joe Biden. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and it's it, Now, unless, of course, it's something we, we don't know of, maybe they've infiltrated the group or what have you, but I mean, I thought DeSantis was great when and he's been pretty locked down in re response to this stuff and he said you know every student that's here on a visa that is out there uh celebrating terrorism ought to be deported they we ought to yank their visas and get them out of here word to your mother man yeah. exactly i mean trump's trump's the same things like uh, yeah you know if i get into the oval office and i take my seat at the resolute desk where bill boinks monica then anybody from a terror sponsor state that breathes that that even looks at us weird then we're going to uh we're going to send you back to succostan and you don't get to breathe our rarefied air of freedom here yeah, I no no doubt about it, and I think that, that there's too much of this coddling, and I think it's going to go. I think it's going to get bad uh, if 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 we don't watch out. All right, so how is uh, how's Lionheart doing, brother? Yeah, so I'm going over to the Amazon page right now, Jamie, and uh, number one in paperback, 
number one audiobook and number one in Kindle in teen and young adult nonfiction on boys and men. Wow. That's fantastic, yeah. dude. Yeah, and uh it's the 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 book is grist for the warrior's mill. Uh if if the young dude who's 16 to 25 is serious about uh you know giving God his uh, their utmost for his highest and they want to live a life that they're not ashamed of at the judgment seat. This book will kick their backside into shape in no uncertain way. And um, so it's, it's, it's got a momentum of its own. And I know I wrote it, but it's, uh, it's solid, brother. I don't think there's any other book for Christian young men that go where I go. Like the, the chapter, uh, chapter 13, I tell young men, hey, you're going to be a dad one day and you're going to get married. And you know what? You need to be an apocalyptic warlord because this is Thunderdome out here in the United States of liberal acrimony. So you know, you need to know how to protect yourself, protect your wife, and protect your kids. Now, when when do young Christians ever hear that at youth group? No, no, they don't. Uh, they, they absolutely not. Uh, and, and instead, you know, we're just treated to, you know. Uh, what would Jesus do? And it's always what would Jesus do? And it's always something that involves rolling over. And it's not. What yeah, would, he would get a, he would get a whip and clear the punks. That's what he would do. Yeah, right. And, and then and then he would make wine. Yeah, there you go. You, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> too. Uh, so if you want to be like Jesus, kick some ass and have a glass of wine. Right on, brother. So, dude, I got to tell you though, this guy who uh, who was the shooter up there. Uh, I, I know, I know apparently he was a, he was in the army, but he seems like a little bit of a snowflake to me. Yeah. I, to me, um, uh, you know, who does that? It's like, Oh, I, you know, from again, I don't know his motivation, but it's like, Hey man, I'm a jilted lover. Well, there's other women out there. You big wuss. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to shoot somebody, start with yourself. Right. I mean, and, and the, the whole idea, and again, I think they said somehow he had PTSD or something, but I'm not quite sure he actually ever really served anywhere. But still, uh, there are a lot of people with PTSD who aren't shooting people. So, well, I, I had a friend many moons ago that lost his mother, lost his wife, and lost his two little lovely daughters in one year. And, uh, and it messed him up, as you can imagine. But, um, he turned his grief and sorrow over to the Lord and uh, became a, a wonderful minister to people who are really going through atrocious or going through pain, but not the kind of pain that he uh, dealt with. And so he he turned his pain into, uh, you know, positivity and he ministered to so many families again that going through way less than he went through. And that's in one year, man. Wow. Total joke like everybody wiped out. He didn't like, I'm going to go shoot up a daycare, you know? Yeah, he, right. He, he uh, asked God to put this thing together and make sense of it all and and uh, turn into a wonderful uh, minister of the gospel. Yeah, right. All right, folks. Hey, listen, uh, go to uh, Amazon and buy Lionhearted by the Boxful and hand them out as stocking stuffers. For everybody for Christmas. That's what that's my suggestion to you. So Amen. All right, brother. Well listen, I hope you have a great rest of your weekend, man, and and thanks as always for being with us. Right on. Say brother Jim. All right, you too. That is uh, Doug Giles.
DougGiles.org. He's got his art up there, too. and Hell, even beach towels, people. You know? It's Common Sense Radio. And don't forget, folks, we have the talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. And if you just download the app and you go to the All in the Morning Show page, there's a microphone up in the little corner there. Uh, and all you got to do is record a comment, do whatever. And, uh, you know, because if, if you're if you're missing the show over the weekend, even though we do have the best of, uh, but even if you have something to say, and on Monday, I'll play your comments on the air. That's as easy as pie. So check it out right there. Uh, download the iHeartRadio app and pop on that microphone and talk to your heart's delight. I would keep it pithy and probably brief so we don't have to do a whole lot of editing, but would love to hear uh, what you have to say. Uh, we've had phone lines, but also have the talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. So all that is groovy. Alex, thanks a ton. You guys have a fantastic weekend. Thanks for listening to the All in the Morning Show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.